Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you, Father, for your presence here right now. Father, I just thank you that through Jesus that you have made heaven available to each one of us mere human beings. That we get to step into the fullness of what Jesus has done for all of mankind. So right now, Father, we just enter into your presence. We just continue the prayer of Jesus and say, Father, may your kingdom come. May your will be done here on earth, just as it is in the heavenlies. Here right now in the earth of my being, in the earth of my toil, in my home, protection of my home, in the protection of my family. Father, thank you that you've set boundary lines that nothing can transcend. You've set protection lines that nothing can breach. You go before us and you come up behind us. You're such an awesome Father, such an awesome God. Have your way today, Father. Have your way. We honour you. We glorify you. All riches, all glory, all honour, all strength, all mighty, all majesty, all power be to our God who was and is and is to come. How glorious. Good morning, guys. So good to have you here. We're a little bit different. We're, in, we're actually in the church building today, which is a little bit different to what we've normally done. But um, yeah, oh, thank you, team, coming in. I'll disappear off screen for a second. We're just getting ready. I'm going to grab my coffee. Everyone, grab your coffee. Get comfortable. I sure am. The only thing is, I can only find lactose-free milk. I, I really don't think that God meant for us to be lactose-free. Otherwise, He would have made lactose-free cows. But Oh, how do people drink lactose-free? Oh, my goodness. Oh, that is... <laughs> have you tasted it? Oh, you have. Okay, maybe I burnt it. Can you burn it really easily? Ha! Ha! Burn it! Okay, here we go. Oh, wait a minute. If I sit down, am I way out of shot now? Are you going to go with it? I just saw my head disappear out of the monitor. Don't worry, we're just finding our, finding our way here. All good. Callum's given instructions to... Are we on this one? Where are we? Yeah? Oh, both. Good. I'll just do what I do and you do what you do. Does that sound like a plan? Are we close enough together? Or oh, we're, we're trying a new format, so that means we've got to get more comfortable and everything. You look quite gorgeous this morning. I feel like it's just so you and you. me. Oh, yeah, speak into the microphone, please. Uh, you can say your hellos. Oh, yeah. Where am I looking? Over there? Good morning, everyone. So great to be in your lounge rooms again. <laughs> uh, We're invading your home, well. yes again. Hope you're yes all again? doing Yet again. so well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're invading your lounge rooms, but we know that we're welcome in your lounge rooms. So, oh, that's good. <laughs> Except for those people that don't like me. <laughs> that's nobody. Sorry, I'm way better when I don't have anyone else to bounce off. Do you realise that? I stick to the point and I really do the right thing. I'm just trying to transfer my notes. Oh, no, I'll just do them from my phone. How's that? Sure. 
Everyone's just laughing. Yeah, I'm just really comfortable at the moment. Are you starting or do you want me to start? You can start. Like, because mine... Cool. <laughs> we're going to share something that God gave us separately, but individually. Cool. So, I'll start. <laughs> so, we know, um, we know that the mantra has been over the last month, especially... We've heard it on our TV screen. Stay safe. We've heard it every day. Stay at stay home. Well, stay well. Stay at home. home. Don't go out unless you have to go out. Um, there's only four reasons to leave home. All of that stuff, we've had it drilled into us so much. Um, but I was thinking about what, the, what an opportunity oh. it is for us to stay home at the moment. And, and our perspective about it is so important because we can... We can either complain about this season and say, oh, when yep. is it going to end? Please. You know, I'm stuck at home. I'm so tired of being <sighs> stuck at home. We can complain about it. We can despise it. We can wish it away or we can you mean make that the doesn't most work. of it. We can make the most of this season and we can say, God, yep. you know, what, what are you trying to teach me? What can I actually... Very good. What gold can I get out of, out of this season? Mm. And, and there's a scripture that's been going through my mind. It's one of my favourite scriptures. And I think, I think Jesse's going to pop it up on the screen for you. It's in Proverbs 24, 3 and 4. And it says, by wisdom a house is built. Come on. Through understanding it is established. And through knowledge its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. Mm. And I just, I just love this scripture because it encapsulates so much about what it means for us to build our homes, to build our lives, to build our families. And fill it up with... No, and sorry. Fill it, fill our <laughs> our not, house is full of stuff. Not so much our physical homes, although oh, yeah. I know a lot of people have been doing renovations during this time. I've been to Bunnings and it's been busy and I know that a lot it's of people naughty. have been doing inventories of their homes, like we have been doing an inventory of our home. Yes. And you what know, you hate suddenly you start and what to you see want me to change. all those things. Yes. Um, you know, all those walls that that you haven't finished painting, and those skirting boards, and where you haven't sealed the nail holes, and you know, you can take an inventory of your physical home at this time and do some. Mm. renovations and some improvements but I think it's also a great time to take an inventory of of our home you know our personal home our family our life and allow the Holy Spirit to put his finger on some things where we can apply some wisdom where we can you know we can journey through this season Mm. with in our in our lives in our homes in our marriages with our with our families um, and, e- and if you're single, you can journey through this time in your soul in a healthy way, you know, in your personal yeah. home, in, your, in the home of your soul. You can choose to apply wisdom to this season and you can choose to allow God to speak wisdom into this season. Mm. Um, and, you know, it says through wisdom a house is built. So we, you know, we, we build a family, we build a marriage, we build a life. But through understanding, it's established. And I was thinking about that word established. It means, it means that 
it stands for a long time. It means that it's substantial. Mm. Yeah. So if you if you hear about a business that was established in 1920, you know, you know that it's been around for a long time. It's established. It's on a good foundation. Um, so through understanding, understanding the season that we're in and applying that to your life, your life can not only be built but it can be established. It can withstand. Yeah. For a long time, yep. it can be long-lasting. Yeah. It can leave a legacy if you allow, if you open yourself up to understand what God wants to do in this season, in our lives, in yep. our families, in our marriages. Because wisdom gives you that perspective, yeah, doesn't it? Whereas it does. if you're just looking for momentary, mo- like shots of pleasure or yeah. shots of of lack of pain, lack of conflict, lack of, you know, like debt all those things and then yeah. you just like you live for those moments when you've okay the bank account looks okay or your you know your health account looks okay or your relationship account yeah. looks okay but yeah. wisdom actually tells you that there's always going to be seasons where it's it's you know it, you're in flux you're always yeah. in flux aren't you so yeah it's yes. life mm. yeah but how do you build in those times yeah cuz like we've been through rel- times in our in our life where um it's looked a little bit bleak. Like um, I was just talking about this recently with Kylie, how there was a time in my life when I, I virtually couldn't walk. We just got married. Um, I was in incredible pain. I had to have back surgery and it didn't look good. And I'm like, I'm, I was only 24 at the time and it didn't look good. And so I just, a lot of people saying, why are you going through this? How come you have to do this? You know, and, and there were a lot of people just questioning that. And I was one of them, you know, like, why? But then um, I realized God really spoke to me. And I said, okay, if this is it, then how do I make the most out of this? If, if this is my lot for the rest of life. So I went and read Job because I thought I would get something out of the book of Job. It's one of the wisdom books. And not only that, but it, it, um, it's about a guy who, who faces some horrific um, things in life and has to make good decisions out of it as well and so yeah I read through that hoping to get that wisdom and guess what nothing so I had to read it through it again and then again and then again because I was looking for something that was just to feed me um, to find an answer for me instead of finding what was the truth of God in this whole story and what was the revelation that God wanted me to get out of this whole story and the, the thing is that God is in charge and when you throw yourself into the hands of God Almighty, that's where, um, yeah, there's peace, there's harmony. You, the world makes sense because wisdom comes from above. Wisdom comes from God. We do have some earthly wisdom around here. It's not so common anymore. Like it's, it's more like uncommon sense rather than common sense. So, yeah. And I cut you off. Like you were doing no, so that's, great. That's, that's fine. That's just, good. You what just you made s- me want to talk. What you said you know? is good. But I was thinking about the, um, you know, through knowledge, a, ha- a home is filled. is filled with mm. rare and beautiful treasures. I'm one of those. And um, you, you are one of those yes, rare you. and beautiful treasures. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there so many people laughing in the room now? Like <laughs> but um, I was thinking about this time when a lot of families are under financial stress. Mm. A lot of families don't know how they're going to pay their mortgage necessarily in a few months' time. And, you know, as parents, we always want to provide for our children, don't we? We want to make sure 
they have everything they need. We want to make sure that they have most of what they want. But I think um, one of the treasures that we can really instill in our kids during times when it's tough is showing them what you do when times are tough. Yeah, exactly. Showing them how how to do a tough season well. Mm. You know, because our kids, the reality is they're going to face seasons where where things are tough and where they might need to know how to how to live on less where mm. they might need to know how to tighten their belt they might they need to know how to get through tough things and honestly if they never see their parents do it they're not going to know what to do yeah. in these seasons yeah. so i think that's one of the real you know rare and beautiful treasures that we can pass <laughs> on, on. to good. our kids during yes. seasons like this is where we can say okay when things are tough when we don't know what the future holds, this, is, this is what we do as a family. We pray this together. We, we, we support each other. You know, we make some sacrifices if we need to. We tighten our belts if we need to. We make a budget. And we trust God. You know, we trust God because he always provides for us and he's never going to not provide for that's us. so true. And I think that's one of those rare and beautiful treasures that we can pass on to our kids as we show them how to do life during these seasons of uncertainty. Mm. And, um, and well, I think, you know, the sad... I, what really made me sad was when I heard this week that 70% of families have increased the amount of alcohol that they're buying at the moment and that that's the go-to for a lot of people during this time. This is, this is how they're dealing with the stress is they say that they're stressed so they need to drink more. And that really breaks my heart because that's the example that a lot of kids are being shown right yeah. now. This is, what, this is how you do life when this you're under when pressure. You, yep. you just numb yourself with alcohol. And that is, you know, it talks in 1 Corinthians about how you can either build with silver, gold and precious, precious stones or yep. you can build with wood, hay and stubble. If you're resorting to alcohol right now, that's wood, hay and stubble. You know, that's not showing your kids how to get through a tough season with mm. good coping mechanisms, you know. So I think it's such an opportunity. Come on. Such an opportunity mm. as as families to do this season well, to do it well in our marriages, yeah. you and know, to support each other. So true. I'll let you, t- I'll let you talk. No, now. no. <laughs> I'm just absorbing what you're saying at the moment because it's really, really good. Um, there was a lady in our church um, recently and we were talking about this because um, a little while back I, I brought out that scripture, you know, that the, the gospel of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Mm. And so the testimony of Jesus, sorry, is the spirit of prophecy. And, and she made the comment, um, she's from one of our Italian families, and she said, do you know what, back when I was a young kid, I think it was her nana was, mm-hmm. was telling her that um, they went through a really tough time after the Second World War. And they had no food. I think it was around that time. I could be getting it wrong, but she will correct me. And anyway, a neighbour came over to this lady's place, to her um, um, nunna's place, and asked her for some oil. And she only had like a tiny little bit of oil left. You know those big Italian um, oil bottles? You know those giant ones? And um, I never thought they were cool until I got older. And then I went, wish I had one of those. You know, so... She had oil in this and she poured out the last little bit for this neighbour. 
and went away. And she was just praying and just said, God, I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of the family. The next morning she got up, went into the cellar, and this bottle of oil was full again. And she told no one because she just said it was so freaky and so bizarre. Nobody, She thought that people would have th- thought that she stole it because no one had any oil. Like there was, it was just unheard of. And, and she started saying, you know, we've got to rem- remember some of these things that have gone on in our lives. And, and when Kylie started talking about this, I was already being prompted in my heart about the times where God's come through for us. And, um, and this lady was talking about, this precious lady was talking about how, you know, even back in her history, she wants to remind her family and remind her extended family that, hey, God has protected our family. And so I started going back through the history just of my family and just started looking about times where my parents and, and my um, uncles and aunties and, and siblings as well started talking about how God protected us. And it was like we had a, my dad will correct me, but I remember our family talking about this time and time again that um, our family farm at one point, we, after a, a huge flood came through our region, we were devastated. We had, I, I think it was before I was born. I say we, but it was before I was born. And they, they had um, eggs, they had chicken, thousands of chickens. They all drowned in the floods. Um, they lost property, they lost nearly everything. And, and right after that, my grandfather had made a decision to, um, to respond and to be generous at all times. And it was above and beyond what was you know, required of him. And he got wiped out and he said, how am I going to do this? How am I going to keep up? You know, because he wanted to live at this level of being generous with his life. And anyway, through a series of events, which nobody still knows how, where this individual came from, but he was from the government and he had fertilizer and he wanted to try out this new seed. And our family stepped into the dairy industry because we grew so much grass that we had to feed the grass on something. We ended up with a dairy and God provided out of catastrophic loss, God provided miraculously. And you might think, oh, yeah, the, but yeah, it's a long story and I'm not really doing it justice. But then my sister, when she was born, Carol, you, you remember this. Um, no, you won't remember this. You'll remember this story, though. She was a young girl. Our family lived next to a channel because we live in an irrigation settlement. And the dog was barking. And my mum noticed that the dog was barking. And it wasn't barking the way it should be. It was meant to be playing with Carol. And my mum went looking for Carol. And Carol had thrown the ball into the channel, taken off her... Um, her shoes and her, her shirt and stuff and laid it down by the channel and gone in after the ball and she was now drowning underneath this log and the dog was barking and my mum discovered her and that was one time where someone in my family, was, my sister, was saved from drowning. Then my brother at an Easter camp just not far from where the church is, he swam out into the water and um, when he was like four years old, I remember him swimming past me and I thought it was one of these other kids doing, you know, swimming underwater, this blonde head going past me in the water. That could have been my last image of my brother, except God was faithful. And he ran into this other guy out in the middle of the water. And this person just held up my little brother out in the middle of the river. And straight after that, he ran in and jumped in a swimming pool and nearly drowned in that. That boy has no sense at all. Um, <laughs> but time and time again through our history. Now, you might be thinking, oh, that's fine for you, Stephen. But I want to remind you, there have been times in your life, in your family's life, where God has come through. And you may not have witnessed it. You may say, oh, yeah, that was just a coincidence. No, no, no. 
this is the day God's made. He's moving in this day. God is always moving. God, heaven is always open. It's always listening. So I want to respond to you, like, sorry, encourage you, just as Kylie said this morning, you know, look for what God's doing. Look for what God is, where God's moving at the moment and remind each other of where he's moved in the past. Because when you talk about the power of God, it, re, it makes it, see that word testimony means to make live again. Make this truth live again. Again, so when I testify to Kylie about how God has come through on my behalf, then it makes it live in her because God is no respecter of people. And if he's done it for one person, then he'll do it for another person as well. Grab hold of that truth today. So how can you live well in these moments? I'm getting a bit excited. Sorry, getting a bit excited. That's so good. Yes. But I love what you said about, you know, the lady that gave up her last oil. Yeah. Because when when we're in it, a season where there could be lack, it's also a season where God can step in and the miraculous can happen. Because how does God provide unless we yes. need provision? It's yeah, always you know, like that, so, isn't it? Yeah. It's a, it's a season where we can expect to see the miraculous. Yeah. It's a season where we can expect to see God provide miraculously. So we yep. can expect to see God do amazing things in people's lives. Yep. So if we if we choose that perspective, then we're choosing faith. Yeah. And, and God... Always responds to our always faith. Always responds to faith. Always. Always. And it's yeah. never negatively to, to faith. It's always a positive yeah. response to mm. faith that, that God makes. He's mm. just waiting for us to draw near to him. See, we could be drawing near to the stimulus package. We could be drawing near to the corona vaccination when it turns up. We could be drawing near to, oh, if only I could get rid of my family out of the house at the moment. I don't know what, you're, what you think is the answer to your problems. I can tell you now that God has got a way to give you wisdom to go through mm. any season of life, mm. give you revelation and truth that you can apply to any season of life. And not only that, the teachings of Jesus just put it there mm. so beautifully for us to follow. Yeah. Yes. And on that, you know, I was I was thinking how the whole of last year you did that series on the armour of God. Yes. You know, so God has... I dragged it out. He has already prepared us for this battle. Ah. Because what did, we, what did we talk about last year as a church armor and armor. for the whole second half yeah. of the year? Was how to how to fight battles in in the King James in the old King James how to gird yourself up for battle yeah. you know how to take up the sword of the spirit how to how to take up the shield of faith yeah. how to put on the helmet of salvation the yep. belt of truth all those things that that God has already been speaking to us about at the end of last year you know you know He knew this battle was coming yep. we didn't know this battle was around no, the corner no, no, no. but He knew and He's been preparing us. You know, so mm. we can't say we, you know, we're not prepared for this. We, we, no we're not idea. ready for this because God has already made us ready. He's and always rest. already been speaking to us. As a church. Yeah. Foundations to, of rest. How to do it. How to do rest. Yes. And then this year, mm. we're having the Sabbaths that we missed out on right at the moment. All the Sabbaths where you haven't rested and I haven't rested. Right now, God is actually getting the, he, he's doing a reconciliation. He's reconciling the books at the moment and we've got to look at it like that. How are you getting the most out of this time? Instead of fighting it and complaining about it, God is actually trying to do something in our lives even today, Mm. even in this time. So good. Yes. I've got a scripture to share. This is actually out of um, Psalm 78, I think it is. 
it is, but it's out of the Passion Translation, and it's talking about the history of Israel, and it's, it's really beautiful. So I just want to read that to you. We've heard true stories from our fathers about our rich heritage. We will continue to tell our children and not hide from the rising generation the great marvels of our God, his miracles and power that have been bought, uh, sorry, that have brought us all this far. Beloved ones, listen to this instruction. Open your heart to the revelation of this mystery that I share with you. A parable and a proverb are hidden in what I say. An intriguing riddle from the past. Is anyone in, like, had their, so anything peaked because of this? Like, this is just made. The story of Israel is a lesson in God's ways. He established decrees for Jacob and established the law in Israel. And he commanded our forefathers to teach them to their children. For perpetuity, God's ways will be passed down from one generation to the next, even to those not yet born. In this way, every generation will have a living faith in the laws of life and will never forget the faithful ways of our God. That's just so beautiful, isn't it? I love the Passion Translation. Mm. It brings it out so well there that... That God is in whatever season, in whatever story you're, like whatever chapter your story is up to in your life, we don't know where, where we are in the, the story of our life. But what we can do is actually bring glory to God, um, have, take joy in what we're doing, and, and really face it you know, with those eyes of faith that, you know, God, what are you going to do in this season? What are you going to say? Because I, I know we've been through some tough times, but I've seen people go through some really rough times in their life. And I am always encouraged by those that, that say, that face it, not, not just with a smile on their face, because you might say they might be just a bit crazy, but they're actually facing it saying, God, what have you got? It's almost like a cheeky grin behind the, 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 the mask of saying, God, I know you're doing something in this season. Um, and like, I, yeah, we're just trying to to spark that with you at the moment is like, what have you just been numb to it and just been looking at whose fault is this virus and you know who what is the government doing wrong at the moment or what are they doing right and but no 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 there's more in this don't just sit to the surface don't just scratch the surface dig deep into the into the soil of this and and find out what God's doing because this isn't a small thing this is a this is actually a massive thing that God's doing across the whole face He's resetting it. Like, I'm wondering if we, when we come back from this, how much clearer is our air going to be? We don't have, like, there were how many, there was something like, I can't remember somebody telling me the statistics of how many thousands of planes were in the air at any given time. That's a lot of fuel being burnt, carbon fuels being burnt by, you know, planes. A lot of cars that aren't on the road, a lot of, a lot of things that aren't happening. Like, we already saw after a couple of weeks, Venice's water was clear. Imagine if Mildura's water... The Murray. Can you imagine if the Murray River went clear? That would Boom. be a miracle. <laughs> That's awesome. That will never happen. No, let it happen. Let yes. It happen. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm just getting off track here. So, um, yeah, God is working. He never stops working. You know, and. Yes. I'm, I'm finally looking at my notes. I've pretty oh, well said everything that I have? needed to say, yes. I was just going to say that um, it's interesting. I had a little wander through history last week because I was thinking about when there's big things that happen on the planet like this, 
a lot of the time that's when revivals break out. Yeah. You know, when God really oh. starts to move across the planet is when something tough is Does going that spark on. Spark your curiosity. And um and yeah. Like during during World War Two, for example, I read a story last week about how can I read you the story? I've got it written down. You've got it written down. Just stay there. Don't go away anyway. You can't retell the story? Well, I might forget bits. Okay. (laughs) So, this is is a story that I I read last week. Um, It's about a guy called, well, yeah, it's about a guy called Dr. Edwin Orr. And he was a great authority on revival. And he was a lecturer at Wheaton College in America. So this is back in 1940. So, and this is when World War II had just started. So war had broken out. There was big stuff going down, just like there's big stuff going down at the moment. He took some students in 1940 on a brief visit to England to see the the home of John Wesley, one of the great revivalists. So he and his students, this, this was a Bible college, so they were you know, mature age in their 20s students. They did a tour of the house where John Wesley and his nine siblings grew up. So they saw the kitchen where the meals were prepared for the big family. They saw the parlour where the guests spent time with the family. They, They went into the study. They went into the bedrooms. In, um... John Wesley's bedroom, Dr. Orr pointed out to, the, to his students that there were two well-worn impressions in the carpet near John Wesley's bed where he spent hours and hours on his knees before God in prayer, praying for England's spiritual revival. Wow. wow. So as the students were getting back into the bus, Dr. Orr noticed that there was one student missing. So going back into the house, he looked in the kitchen. No one was in the kitchen. He went into the study to see if there was anyone there. There was no one in the study. So he finally went upstairs to John Wesley's bedroom and he saw one of the students with his knees in the impressions of the carpet where John Mm. Wesley had prayed with his head on the bed. Mm. And he was praying, Lord, do it again. Lord, do it again. Pour out your spirit again like you did back then. So Dr. Orr placed his hand on the student's shoulder and he said, Son, it's time to go. Everyone else is waiting on the bus. So the 22-year-old Billy Graham stood to his feet. (laughs) You were waiting for that, weren't you? And he joined his fellow (laughs) students on the bus. (laughs) And, you know, we know that after World War II finished and... In the 1950s was mm. when Billy Graham really started, yeah. you know, to come to the fore and to preach. And so many thousands of people responded to the gospel. So it just makes me think, you know, if we do what it, what the Word of God tells us to do in Chronicles, where it says, if my people yeah. Yeah. who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Yeah, it's so true. Then in I will hear like from this. heaven. In times like this, yes. I'll hear you. And I'll pour out my spirit yeah. and I will heal your land. So I think it's a great opportunity right now for us to really pray into what God wants to do yeah. across the whole earth. 
because this thing is affecting the whole planet. And, you know, being aware and understanding the times and the seasons. Yes, come on. That should affect our yeah. prayer life, you know. Very that should so. get us on our knees and say, God, we want to partner with what you want to do by your spirit mm. in, in our city, in our nation, across the whole planet, God, in this season when yeah. you've given us time at home. This is a season where we can get on our knees and agree with what the Holy Spirit wants to do, agree with what's in the Father's heart for for what he wants to do across the planet right now. Mm. If my people who are called by my name, that's us Mm. in this Mm. season. Mm. Yeah, so I'm challenged by that. It's interesting because Bill Hybels, sorry, not Bill Hybels, some guy, <laughs> I've forgotten his name now. Um, he he was saying like because he was talking about how you know Billy Graham has been promoted and Reinhard Bonnke has been promoted and he said when when God gives gifts like this to the planet, um, their gift doesn't leave with them. You know God gives gifts to man and he said so those evangelistic gifts that were on those men's life that's still there ready for anyone to take up which is pretty pretty powerful when you when you think about it and um yeah who did i say made that comment no it was it was bill johnson yeah how could i get those mixed up yeah bill and bill okay yeah we're gonna pray do you want to join with us as we pray for like mildura because that's where we are. But, um, but I know that there's people like probably watching this all over Australia and, and there's a few international as well. We're, we're thinking of you guys um, wherever you are in India, in New Guinea. Um, there's a few that are from our church that are, that are distant from us at the moment and are all over the shop. But if you're one of the other churches that are joining us online from um, around Australia or around our region in the Greater Mildura region. We're so glad you, you've joined us. But we want to pray for our region, but we want to pray for, because our region is just a part of a, a greater district, and um, which is Victoria, which is in Australia, which is in the southern hemisphere of our great planet. So um, do you want to stand together and we can, we can pray? Yes. Let's agree right now, stand in agreement together. Join hands um, at home. Yeah, join hands, stand. Oh, we'll in this one? Okay. Thank you, Father. I'm going to shut my eyes so it doesn't matter which camera I look into. Oh, Father God Almighty, God of creation. Father, thank you for being so generous to us. Thank you for the planet that you've given us. Father, thank you for your breath in our lungs. Thank you for the privilege of life that each one of us gets to live. Father, you are so good. You're always loving. You're always generous. You're always patient. You're always kind. You're always compassionate. Father, thank you for your loving nature, your beautiful nature. Father, I just ask that during this time that we would be able to have the atmosphere and carry the atmosphere of your presence, the atmosphere of your spirit, that we would be conduits of heaven, 
that each believer, each person that's following Jesus, each person that professes Jesus as Lord, that during this season that they wouldn't be distracted by the wood, hay and stubble, but rather that they would grab hold of the, the gold, silver and precious stones of God's Word and apply them to their life, that they would bejewel their life spiritually with everything that the Father has for them and that we would just emulate and, and gloriously shine the goodness of your kingdom, of your nature, of your beauty and of your purposes, Father. Father, I thank you for the authority through the name of Jesus that we have to, to speak to the, to, to the dead to rise, to the deaf to hear, to the blind to see, to the lame to walk. Father, for the, for the mute to speak. Father, I thank you for, for all the gifts and for all the provisions of, of earthly expression that they would be released, Father, that they would be released to glorify you to glorify you, lives released from death to glorify you, tongues released from, from, um, from speaking death to speaking life, ears from, changed from hearing words of death to hearing words of life and words of promise, eyes from seeing just the decay and the erosion of the planet to seeing, Father, what you are doing through wise eyes, through eyes of revelation, through eyes of the Spirit. Father, thank you for Australia Thank you for your hand being on our nation. Thank you for your, your leading and your wisdom in the government. Father, in the state governments. Father, thank you for your protection over our nation and over the nations of the world. Father, thank you that, that you're always hearing. You're always responding. Heaven's never distant. It's right here. The kingdom of heaven is within you. Father, may we just shine the kingdom of heaven in everything that we do. May we seek out the kingdom of heaven in everything that we do and put our hand to. Father, may your kingdom come, your kingdom of beauty, of peace, of joy, of wholeness, your kingdom where you talk about no eyes crying, no grief in hearts, no death, no dying, no sorrow. Father, thank you for your kingdom coming in our life. Have your way. Father, I just... I just want to bring those families to you, Lord, that are feeling hopeless, or those individuals that are feeling hopeless right now, Lord, or afraid. I just pray that your presence will fill their homes, Lord, that you'll reveal yourself to people that are searching right now, Lord. Lord, that they they will search you out. Lord, that your presence will be revealed to them. Lord, people that are resorting to unhealthy coping strategies right now, Lord, that you will show them, you will show them better ways. You will show them your ways. You will reveal your ways to them, Lord. Mm. Lord, I thank you for salvation in our city. Yes. In this season, Lord. Yes. That many, many hearts will search you out and find you. Mm. That they will taste and see that you are so good. good. You are so good. You are so steadfast. You are the foundation on which we can build our lives and not be shaken. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Mm. Thank you, Amen. Lord. Amen. 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 Awesome. Hey, should we tell them who's speaking next week? Ah, you get to do that. So next week, <laughs> next week, Steve McCracken. What? The awesomeness of Steve McCracken is going to be in your lounge room next Sunday. He's already prepared a message to share with us. 
God has given him a message for us, for our church, especially for us. So we're looking forward to hearing from him next Sunday. Yeah, and and hopefully also we've got um, Tim, Pastor Tim Hall. He's going to do a message for us and also Daniel Bates. So now that I've said it and if they're watching, you've got to do it. You know, like, no, it's good. Okay, finishing up. We're all done. Love you guys. All silence. Have an awesome week, guys. Have a great week. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about services or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.